launching vicious anti-Semitic screeds. When she talks about the evil Israel and it's all about the Benjamins, not a good thing to say. I'm looking at the Today Show. It's the lead story. Trump rally crowd chants send her back. Again, I ask, will one single vote be changed by this so-called daily controversy that nobody will remember a week from now? The only thing I might say is, you know, fatigue is building and people just start checking out of politics and might not show up at the polls. That could have an effect. But in terms of saying I used to be for him, now I'm against him. No, absolutely not. Or the or the reverse. Right. Um, uh, I would agree. The only possible result of all of this stuff is people deciding not to vote. And I don't know who that benefits. I really don't know. If there'd be more R's or D's that would just say, that's it, I give up. Right. So our theme this half hour is going to be things that were so obvious they were coming and we told you so. Um, uh, you know, I'm I'm wrong sometimes. Lord knows I, I didn't think Trump, for instance, had a chance of winning the nomination back in the day. I really didn't. Um, but Neither did anybody else. A, a couple of things this hour will be all about. They had to happen and now they've happened. For instance... You got the whole uh, send her back, send her back, the crowd is chanting, and uh, and Trump has said, uh, you know, if you don't like it, if you actually hate this country, go back to where you came from, which is an old uh, bigoted trope. And, you know, I don't say that sort of stuff. I don't think it does him any good to say it. But I will tell you this, and we've said this over and over again, this is the absolute, unavoidable, natural uh, result of identity politics. Those of you who have abandoned the Martin Luther King-esque version of civil rights and understanding, the idea of the colorblind society, the idea of, I don't get to say you get treated differently because you're a black guy, you're a Hispanic woman, whatever. I have to treat you fully as an American with all the rights and privileges and blah, blah, blah. And we just, race don't enter into it. I can't look at race when I'm hiring you. I, I shouldn't look at race when I'm, I'm selling you a house or whatever. Y'all have aggressively, thanks to your nut job professors who've gotten in your head, you've abandoned that in favor of this, let's say, Hispanic people get uh, a certain amount of respect. Gay Hispanic people get more. Now, let's see, transgender black people are at the top of the heap. Unless they're blah, blah, then everybody gets categorized in this whole lunatic uh, uh, what's it what's it called the uh, intersectionality thing, where you know if you're a, a queer gay Hispanic Hawaiian then you blah 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 and everybody is grouped by race or sexuality or gender as if it's Nazi Germany and we're putting little patches on your uniform. We, we, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, have been telling you for ages, if you do that, at some point, people are going to say, well, if all politics is about race and gender and ethnicity, that's got to extend to negative politics, too. That's got to extend to why I don't like you or why you're wrong. If the reason you're right is that you're black, well, that can be a reason you're wrong, too. And... If you demand everybody make politics about race or gender or whatever, what do you think straight white people are going to do? 
They're going to say, well, if you insist, so don't don't come to me whining that you've got this Somali refugee whose affection for this country is lukewarm, in my opinion, at best. Her politics are radical. She's got much more sympathy for fundamentalist Islam than most Americans do. And, and, and people don't like her. They just can't stand her politics. And they drop a go-back-to-where-you-came-from bomb. That's not that shocking. I'm not saying it's right, but it's not that shocking. Yeah, so I should have dug up this clip. I've been meaning to play it for a while because it's pretty interesting. Um... Bah, 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 bah. This is from one of the squad, Ayanna Presley. She's probably the least known of the squad. She's kind of the Ringo, really. Right. Um, Daughter of of Elvis Presley. He never never claimed her. Maybe the Peter Tork, if you're into the monkeys. I don't know. If you're looking for a fourth I'm, and a... I'm not sure there's a, quartet, a need for or that. Or the third one. tenor that nobody could name. She's right. kind of that person. That's a good one. Diana Presley. Uh, she said this the other day. If you're going to come to the political table... Uh, Bob, you have aspirations for If you're not prepared to come to that table and represent your voice, don't come. Because we don't need any more brown faces that don't want to be a brown voice. We don't need any black faces that don't want to be a black voice. Right. Which I found really interesting. So let's dissect that. There, there is a, there is a, uh, apparently in her mind, an established political view if you're black. Correct. And if you're not willing to be part of that, political view, right. then stay out of the political game. Shut up. So there shouldn't be black conservatives or or, or anybody black who might be against gay marriage, or, or I don't know what it would be, um, or, 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 or if you're brown, you should be for open borders, I guess, even though that doesn't fit with the polling. Right. But that's a, a horrifying notion. Well, and even more insultingly to me, as a guy who spent my life knowing all sorts of different people who look different and worship differently or whatever, if you are a black man, the only issues you can open your mouth about are so-called black issues. You think deficit spending is going to ruin this country? You think we should have more military or less military? More welfare, less welfare? You, you think, I don't know, you think that the environment needs to be cleaned up. Hey, you shut up, black man. The only thing you're allowed to talk about, according to Ayanna Presley, is so-called black issues. That, to me, is horrifying. It's disgusting. It's incredibly demeaning. I wish I was uh, helpful being a white person that I don't have any of that. Sean and I are both white. We can have completely different politics, and, and he doesn't think, and I don't think about him, that... You're betraying you're, our race. You're betraying being white, because you, be, you, be you can have any political view you want as a right. white person. But it, it's tougher if you're, if you're any of these other groups. There's right. an expectation, I guess. Um, so you and your wackadoo professors and, and your wackadoo political activists spend the last decade screaming that every moment in politics must be about race and orientation and gender. Then when it becomes about race or orientation and gender, you act surprised. What, what is the matter with you people? How about, Stop smoking so much pot at college. Stop listening to your communist professors and just think clearly. She said, she went on with that, oh, we, don't, we don't need any Muslims that don't want to be a Muslim voice. We don't need any queers that don't want to be a queer voice. So Buttigieg should only talk about gay stuff, right. I guess? And right, yeah, to make my that, gay friends. Make you're that not a, right. his, 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 his foremost thing. Yeah, my gay friends, hey, guys and gals, uh, you're, you're not allowed to talk about deregulation, just about gay stuff. I, I, I'm not sure I've ever heard anything so demeaning. And these are progressives? What are we progressing to? 
It's disgusting. Um, I tell you what we're progressing to. Ugly lawlessness, which leads us to our next segment. And probably violence, um, because identity identity politics is going to bring violence and just more of it. I'm I'm not happy about that. Uh, Right. It's inevitable, and it's, it's terrible, and we need to run in the other direction as fast as we can and fight it. So Marshall's going to get into that whole Facebook app that I know a lot of you used. or the Yeah, the Face app. I'm sorry, not the Facebook app. The Face app I know a lot of you used. He'll have that in his news at the bottom because it's been the most popular app of the last week. Right. The Russians now have everything you want. And if you can stand it, just one more example of something we've been talking about for the longest time. If you do this, it's going to lead to something bad. And sure enough, it's bad. Oh, and I got a couple that's experiencing... Um, uh, I thought this would be a good tease. If I had it in front of me, it would be a good decision. Uh, a thruple. Uh, uh, pardon me? A thruple. A thruple? There's three of us, and they're raising a child. Oh, boy. And they're uh, firing back at their critics, this thruple. Oh, golly. So stay tuned. It's America's first thruple. Oh, boy. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Comic-Con is underway, the 50th annual Comic-Con. You know, some of the original attendees who were living in their parents' basements for the first Comic-Con are now living in their grandparents' basements. I don't think the timeline works out on that. I'm not sure they did. San Diego descended upon by people in costumes. Yes, and uh, and big fun and big traffic, but uh, that's uh, have have fun, geeks. Good for you. I would have a blast down there. Uh, you know, I have a feeling I would too. I knew my I know my son would. But uh, San Diego, a beautiful city, beautiful city with some challenges, more bums and junkies uh, than ever, and 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 the struggle is on to deal with that. Uh, and then. And you have some of the other uh, West Coast cities that we talk about a lot. And let me send out this call. Call to the other 49 states of the Union. This warning cry from Cal Unicornia, the state where realism has gone to die, about these feel-good measures you may be faced with in the years to come. There are Prop 4757 in uh, Cal Unicornia, uh, Prop 47 redefines several nonviolent crimes as misdemeanors. And then Prop 57 prioritized prioritized parole for nonviolent offenders who served their full sentences and reduced sentences for good behavior. Just softened up sentencing all over the place. Well, those two feel-good measures have resulted in a skyrocketing rate of property crime. We have too many people in prison, Joe. We have more people in prison than any country on Earth. Well, stop breaking the law. That's how you stay out of prison. Don't break the law. So, Prop 47 in particular uh, reduced penalties for various uh, property crimes. Smashing grabs out of cars, uh, burglary, stealing bikes, theft from stores, etc. To misdemeanors, which means to nothing. I personally could shoot a person dead for breaking into my car and feel okay about it. Don't take my freaking stuff. Yeah, (laughs) but the law is it's not even really a crime. There may be no more unrealistic, unicornian, moronic, adolescent uh, center of idiotic political thought than San Francisco, California, one of the great cities that's ever existed, which is dying um, in a lot of ways. 
And they've fully embraced that whole idiotic notion. Remember uh, years ago, we used to run this tape of this gal whose bicycle was stolen, saying, well, the only reason that person stole that bicycle is because the modern economic system has oppressed them. So I'm glad they took my bike. And it's like, what, what is the matter with you? Well, so, and, and we've been crying out for you who have been victims of crime in, you know, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, San Diego, all these cities that are dying um, or are clinging to life. Um, and, and now it became personal last night. My, my younger brother, who's a naval officer, some of you know about him, uh, he and his family have been transferred by the Navy uh, thousands of miles and, um, and made a brief stop in San Francisco on their way to a final destination, actually a, a family visit, then the final destination. They made a very brief stop in San Francisco, having landed at SFO, because the military decided to fly them there for some reason. Um, very brief stop to see the, the Golden Gate Bridge. They were out of the car for minutes. And and virtually, as they were clicking the door locks, the scumbags and thieves and junkies descended, smashed their windows, grabbed all their valuables that they were transporting because the United States military told them, you can't be here anymore, you got to be there, stole their laptops, uh, backpacks, the kids' backpacks with their stuffed animals they sleep with. Oh, and they're sucks. in the middle of moving thousands of miles, and that sort of stuff's important to kids. And they just yanked everything. That really sucks. They stole everything. The military papers, the transfer papers, just everything that was in the car. I've been murderously angry over having my stereo stolen. Yeah, I know. my stuff. Having, know. having my kids' stuff when I'm traveling is just, oh, my God. Well, and and the, the you know the thieves, the scum, the the I, I so want to go back to that parking lot with my brother with a couple of ball bats and just wait till we see somebody hanging around cars. Anyway, uh, we won't be doing that because I would go to jail. Uh, but you know those thieves did that smash and grab with zero fear of getting caught, and if caught, zero fear of of paying any sort of price for it. Skyrocket! I don't have the rates in front of me, but the 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 smash and grabs, the burglaries, the the property crimes in San Francisco have skyrocketed. It's just awful. And did you Google some of those numbers? The uh, the car break-ins in San Francisco. We've yeah. talked about it over the years. It's it's astounding. Yeah, just property crime rates because it'll break it down for you. But it's it's just it's so angering that the. The taxpayers and the decent citizens of these cities and the list of cities, I mean, it extends to, you know, smaller and smaller cities, depending on where you live, where the the soft heads of your city council or whatever have bought these unicornian ideas that people will be good if you just are nice to them. And we need to remove disincentives for crime. Because they're unfair or mean or something. I tell you, it's one of the marks of adulthood that you understand there are things you have to do that you wish you didn't have to do. But you have to. You have to make your kid do their own homework. Sometimes you have to punish them, even though you love them and they're sad and you wish none of it had ever happened. But as an adult, you understand you have to do that. If people go around stealing from honest citizens... Hurting them financially, ruining their sense of security, damaging the property, etc. They have to be punished or they will do it more. I mean, that's so obvious, it, it astounds me, I have to say it out loud. And it's just, it's so angering. We've been saying this for years, and specifically about San Francisco. You're making terrible mistakes. It's going to ruin the lives of your citizen and citizens, and people are going to flee. 
And that's why in that particular county, what was it, half the people are considering moving in the next year, which is astounding. I don't know if that's ever been true in the right. history of the world anywhere. Um, and the SFPD, it was hours before they showed up to take the report, which you deal. need to do for insurance purposes. And I don't so they blame the to, SFPD wow, either. The, the crime is knee-deep. they got better things to do. San Francisco, the number one property crime city in the United States. In the month of June, almost 2,000 car break-ins, little less than 70 per day. That's right. We, 70 we, per day. Didn't we learn that San Francisco's got something like six times the property crime rate as Chicago? Most I can't remember the, United the States, number. I will, I will check that number. We'll find 70 it. 70 per day. I just did a Google for, for car break-in trends, and the first four articles were all specifically about San Francisco. Well, I didn't specify that. We have too many people in jail, you know. Build uh, walls, not jails or People prison. People just schools, steal not because they've been oppressed. I, I, God, what color is the sky in your world? I know. You people are lunatics. It'll make you insane. Well, you're so lacking in common sense. I almost want to check into a mental institution. It'll make you crazy if you think about it. I know but, it. But you got to fight against it somehow. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we've got another slice or two from Trump's raucous rally and major concerns about what may be right now the most popular app in the U.S. Coming up. Yeah, have you been using the Face app? Everybody has been, and there's a... Uh, well, it's fun, I'll tell you that. So, uh, one more statistic about the, the shining progressive model that is San Francisco crime-wise, Positive Sean. Yeah, in 2017, there were around 30,000 incidents of theft from cars, triple the number of 2010. That's right. That's all, what these policies get you. All based on changing the policies and decriminalizing crime. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just insane. It's, uh, beware, man. If you, if you take your any possessions into the city of San Francisco. Understand they are constantly at risk. You're, you're, it's like you're in a third world country. You have to understand that. And your, your physical person is constantly at risk from the homeless population. Right. That is full of crazy people and druggies and needles and poo and, and the rest of it. And the most likely places for smash and grabs in the city are unpatrolled and uncontrolled and unobserved. By the authorities, because they don't have the time and the budget. So you are on your own in a third world country. That that ought to be a San Francisco Travel and Tourism Bureau's ads. Come to San Francisco. It's like a third world country. Don't let this happen where you live. News now with Marsha Phillips. Uh, President Trump keeping up his attacks on four minority Democrats. During his rally in North Carolina last night, he said the freshman lawmakers see the U.S. as a force of evil. Trump referencing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. But Cortez, somebody said that's not her name. It's They said that's not her name, sir. I said, no, no. I don't have time to go with three different names. We'll call her Cortez. Too much time. Takes too much time. So Cortez also, she said, essentially, Nazis are running concentration camps. And I saw Lawrence O'Donnell last night uh, say, Trump is scared of these people, the four, the squad. That is so the opposite. Oh. He is going to wrap his arms around them. He wants them on TV every single day. Yeah. Is Lawrence O'Donnell pitching a particular, 
like a theme for his show, or is he that dumb? It's the cable news hosts who actually do agree with all the candidates raising their hand and say, yeah, open borders right. and health care for illegals. But that's a tiny amount of the people in this country. Right. Stop the hammering. <laughs> Tom Friedman, New York Times, is the one who's right as a lifelong Democrat. Right. No, those policies are insane. The the policies of the candidates in AOC, they're insane. Nobody's going to vote for that. Um, and we'll talk more about that later. As for the four congresswomen, Trump is accusing of hating America. They're always telling us how to run it, how to do this, how to do You know what? If they don't love it, tell them to leave it. That refrain repeated many times. So I, I wonder, Will, uh, what, what were they chanting? Send them home, or do we have that? Send, send them, them back. back. We send have the back. Uh, send them back. Lock, lock them up, then send them back. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is the is this go around lock her up going to be send them back? Um, do we have a clip of that? We probably ought to play that. Surely we do. Somewhere. Send her back. That's pretty raucous yeah. right there. Um, you know, hmm, toward, toward the end of Trump's uh, campaign, he was trying to distance himself from Locker Up. While I'm still, but he, he would back away from voting. He wouldn't start it. Right. right. And he would back away. He wouldn't, he would engage in it. I'm right. sure he didn't hate it, but he didn't want to be the guy who was starting it. But is he going to, you know, not stop Lock, uh, send her back from becoming the rally cry? I don't know. I, I don't know how much duration this particular flash is going to have. But we're 474 days from that. Right. Why did my chest hurt when you say that? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Let somebody do the math. Hanson, do the math again. That can't be right. A federal judge is scheduled to announce today whether financier Jeffrey Epstein can go free on bail before his trial on sex trafficking and conspiracy He's charges. He's a serial child sex predator. I'm thinking no. With, you know, incredible connections and a lot of money. And, and a prior conviction. And a safe full of fake passports and diamonds. Yes. Yeah, and, and something else that I heard somebody mention. Diamonds. 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 He... <laughs> uh, uh, now, I heard this report somewhere. I need to dig up where it came from to figure out whether or not it's uh, legit. That he got a lot of money from extorting people. He'd get people at these parties with these these girls and say, hey, you know that girl you were with the other night? She's 16. Got some great pictures of you with her. Yeah. Anyway, any chance um, you'd like to invest in my fund? Right, right. He'd extort people that way. And could he, this is one reason you can't let him out on bail. How many people could he extort and say, hey, uh, Saudi prince or whoever the hell it is? Unless you want this video of you out with the 15-year-old, how about you let me into your country? How about you get me on your private plane right. and fly me over there? Who, right. You know, he's, he's got a lot of people that... I'll bet uh, many of the most powerful people in the world are scared to death something's going to come out on, 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 on them. Yeah, Whether it's legit or not, just yeah. having your name associated with it. I think that will have a momentary impact, although, as we've discussed many times, there's a new scandal every day. So if you were merely at his rapey island, but, you know, nobody has any information. That, oh, no, 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 no. It's not a positive, but that's the first tier. The second tier is if you were at the party where there was hinky stuff going on with 16-year-olds and you were on the scene and there are people who will corroborate that, that would be ruinous, I think. Latest 
hottest social media challenge has people posting pictures on what they'll look like when they're old. It's called the Age cha- Challenge or the Face App Challenge. So this is what you were doing the other day, Hanson. Hanson, our producer, just started sending pictures to all of us of what we'd look like when we're old. Now, I'm already old. So, yeah, so what's the point? <laughs> well, time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking. So, so for instance, we had a what, what you, see, that's what I look like now. I didn't notice it was altered. <laughs> and so they had a Your picture a little long of down. Sean, yeah. what he will look like when he is like roughly our age. <laughs> you know, I kind of like my look. There's a, there's a 90-year-old Joe Getty. What's the but, matter with you people? <laughs> so this app is popular, and, and what's, what's going on with it there, Marshall? Well, the deal is you go ahead and upload a picture of yourself using FaceApp. Then you alter your appearance using the app. Problem is, a Russian company is behind the app, and users may be unknowingly giving developers the right to keep your photo for public display indefinitely. Now, the company told TechCrunch, oh, no, no, we don't transfer any data to Russia. Still, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer has asked the FBI to look into the FaceApp, saying he's concerned it could pose national security and privacy risks and... Just about an hour ago, the Democratic National Committee has sent out a security alert to all the presidential candidates warning them, don't use FaceApp. The DNC security chief uh, sending the alert saying they have significant concerns about the app. I'm sorry. I just didn't know. Did you post all the pictures of us on our website? Yes, I did. Okay. The, the one of Michael looks like he's beyond old and indeed has been prepared for burial. He looks a little waxy. Yeah, yeah embalmed. <laughs> I'm 38 in that picture. So, <laughs> oh, there's, there's the old one. So if you no, don't want to use me. If you, oh, that's Marshall? Yes. Sir. If you don't want to use the app and uh, you know, risk right. your info, you can see how it works by going to armstrongandgetty.com. Right. But uh, I like this article. Um, Facebook app isn't creepy because it's Russian. It's creepy because it's capitalist and about how their privacy policy, privacy policy, like a lot of these apps, is horrifying. You didn't read it, and you clicked on it, and it allows, even right. if it wasn't Russians, it allows all access to your phone and all right. your stuff. Right. I've talked it. about this before, where there there are apps that I almost downloaded, where it says, we have access to every every keystroke you've ever made on your phone. For this funny little app. Everything I've ever typed in, every password, every website, everything that I've ever typed into my phone is now yours. And these are just, you know, good old Americans. Right. So there, there's plenty to be scared of with these apps. And this app specifically has the any images that you upload for this, we right. have the right to use for any marketing, right. commercial, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, used I'm, not, you, yeah. I'm not particularly worried about and that. And when deep fakes start rolling out, you might be. You know, uh, I've done so many despicable things, Sean, that that's fine. Um, You could could use the smoke screen. Exactly. Uh, One more uh, glimpse as I look into crime statistics for the beautiful city of San Francisco, where my brother and his family were victims of an incredibly damaging crime. Thank God they're okay physically, but yesterday... Um, exactly the sort of thing we've been saying for years is on the rise, exploding, and inevitable because of the idiotic policies. Your property crime rate per 100,000 citizens in Chicago, Illinois, the great murder capital of the world, which is actually a wonderful city with a couple of really, really rough gang-infested neighborhoods. Your property crime per person is 2,900. 2,900 property crimes per 100,000 person. 2,900. San Francisco, 5,900. More than double San Francisco. 
Is it that time to take a look at yourself? It's just astounding. I just I don't understand how people can be that misguided, but I don't know. I'm, Too many people in up. prison, Joe. We have more people in prison than than China. Build skills, not prisons. That's not true, by the way, but you hear that all the time. Right. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. How about you build schools and prisons and skate parks and highways and whatever else you need? Why, why are you comparing one with the other? Stop it. Uh, they're renting out the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. On Airbnb, you can stay the night there. And the party begins. (laughs) I know what I'm picking up my next date in. Hey, (laughs) beep, beep. Got a guy who found a tick in his eye. Ooh. All right. uh, Nobody wants that. (laughs) We can talk about important things also, like how they're they're determining. um, Tonight, CNN is going to make a game show out of choosing the candidates for the next uh, Democratic debate. They're turning it into a a must-see ratings grab game show. Oh, my gosh. It's just crazy. If you're going to do that, don't do the lottery thing. Do it like Wipeout. Make them run an American Ninja Warrior course, (laughs) and the the top four finishers get to choose which night they're on. Oh, I made it across the styrofoam, whatchamacallit, but couldn't climb the wall of squid or whatever. (laughs) Or or make it more like Jeopardy. Make them answer a series of questions about history or the law or (laughs) celebrity, whatever. I mean, if you're going to go this Maybe stupid, both. You walk across the balance beam and then answer a question about the law. <laughs> Why not? Got Let's wrong. get creative here. Get hit with an oversized boxing glove. Right. Yes. Right. Armstrong and Getty. Perfect example of irony. You've heard the word. You've wondered, what does it mean? It's not rain on your wedding day, you moron. Oh, it's <laughs> flying your Chardonnay. <laughs> the perfect example of irony. Moments away. Okay, fantastic. There's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. It's, it's, I said this earlier, and I honestly believe this. If you're if you're spending your life on the uh, the 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 cable news version of, of of what's going on in the world, yeah, you're missing one of the most interesting moments in world history, and I don't think that's hyperbole at all. Uh, maybe more on that later. This is the age of hyperbole, so go ahead. But I don't think that is. Since their uh, appearance on something called Red Table Talk last month, America's most Celebrated thruple have been full steam ahead. It's a fun dis- word to say, thruple. In, dis- in discussing their three-way relationship and why their union works so well. Everybody say it where you are, in your car or your home. Thruple. It's fun to say. It's a thruple. It's a dude and two women. Hmm. That, I'm more interested in that one than, you know, the other possibility. That consider themselves a... <laughs> They consider themselves a, uh, a married couple and they're raising a kid somehow. A married what, Jack? A married, married thruple. <laughs> They're a polyamorous couple. You know, the people that uh, really hated the idea of gay marriage, this was one of the arguments that they would use. Then right. how how do you claim that you can't do this? Right. Which I'm not sure legally how you do claim that. But um, they've been in a relationship for over a decade. They share a seven-year-old son. So they were married for several years before they had a kid. Um. 
Fox News is, is, is going big with this, but uh, they talk about the challenges of maintaining a marriage uh, with three people. Well, it's a challenge maintaining a marriage with two people. I'm so. sure it's complicated. It's 50% more difficult. <laughs> i got to believe it's more than 50% more difficult. Grows exponentially, you think? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I think there's a... There were issues initially when the relationship first came to light, says one of the women. Actually, prior to us, blah, 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 um, we had each had uh, relationships with one person, and we got the relationship with three. Hmm. Um, I'm fascinated in these the same way I'm fascinated in, like, Olympic ski jumpers. Like, how do you do the first one? You know what I mean? Like, like how do, how do you even get this on yeah. the, hey, have you ever maybe considered, like, the, that, that first leap seems like the biggest yeah, one. To no me. kidding. So you're dating someone else? Yes. And I'd like to continue to. What do you think? So the girls were friends first. Friends, just friends. Okay. And then one of them started dating the dude and said, you'd really like him and we're friends. And it just kind of went from there, I guess. Mm. There was this tangible thing that you could feel, and uh, they all they all quickly realized they should be a thruple. Well, who who came up with that word? Which one of them first threw out that word? What now? <laughs> I, I think just I think we should become a thruple. <laughs> a, a what? Is that a real word? Is that a bird? I just <laughs> I just thought of it, but I think we are one. And then they liked the word so much they decided to do it. Anyway, so uh, maybe we should link the uh, the interview if you wanna if you wanna check them out. All right, America's so, most celebrated thrusher. Sure, Ten wanna. years in, I mean, that's yeah, a oh, decent yeah. run. Hey, yeah. yeah, what the heck? Yeah, are there kids involved? Did you? Yeah, say? they have a seven year old. Wow. So I thought I'd come up with the perfect example of irony, and then it, it was funny, and I'll, I'll share it with you in a second. Uh, I just saw that the woman who co-founded something called the Water Mission. Which is a, it's a Christian charity that that tries to get safe, healthy drinking water to people in you know tough places, third world, etc. And she died on vacation. She drowned. That's pretty ironic too. It's uh, and it's but it's sad, and I'm sorry it happened. Oh yeah. This is not the perfect example of irony. That isn't. This is. And I will warn you, if you're listening with little kids, maybe now would be a time to turn down the radio. Okay. The FDA <coughs> The FDA is warning people not to use big penis supplements. That's the brand name. What's it do? Big penis Grows male hair on your head. <laughs> listen, settle down. Big Helps penis male pressure. sexual stimulant contains a prescription drug, the active ingredient environment. The reason the FDA has said you shouldn't take big penis is that the drug does not contain, does not include a clear disclosure of what it does. We take you now to the FDA hearing. This drug, big penis, what effect does it have? You're asking me what our drug, big penis, does to the body? Yes, this supplement you call big penis. What sort of result can consumers expect? You're at, from, from Big Penis, our supplement. That's what you're asking me, Senator? You're, Precisely. You're walking into Jack's Chicken Shack and saying, what do y'all serve here? <laughs> I'll take the salad. What, Italian food? It grows your eyelashes, obviously. It's called Big Penis! <laughs> it gives you Big Penis! It's right there in the name! We didn't think we had to put a disclosure on there because we call it Big 
Are you paying attention? Penis! It's what it's called! The guy steps out, <laughs> tearing his hair out in clubs. <laughs> That's your government at work, folks. <laughs> beware, buyer, beware! What does this stuff do? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's great. That may be my favorite news story of all time. Does that work? Do they have any idea if it works? It's got the Viagra stuff in it. Hmm. Now, they mentioned that if you're taking certain other drugs, that it can dangerously lower your blood pressure. Ask your doctor if you're healthy enough to have sex. Your doctor's a hottie. Ask if they'll have you healthy enough to have sex with you. I don't care. It's none of my business. But don't take any of this mysterious stimulant. Chances are, if it's being, if its marketing position is an impulse buy at the gas station checkout line, it's yeah, probably yeah, not yeah. that effective. That's a good rule of thumb, right Although, there. Although, again, this one does have the active ingredient Viagra, which is now uh, available. Never buy anything like that at the at the gas station. That'd be my you, you, suggestion. You know, oh, it was funny. Judy and I were uh, driving across the great Western United States, which I should talk more about. I, I just love road trips, but. We both, uh, we had to go to the bathroom. We both come out of each other's bathroom with a look in each other's uh, eye that, I got something to tell you. And it was the same thing. Both bathrooms had perfume and or cologne dispensers in there. A little <laughs> bathroom, truck stop bathroom cologne. Ooh, a little of that behind the ears. You know, they come like flies. Why is this such an interesting time to be alive? Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. 